I've got a word that I'm going to minister to you. I want to speak to you on Jesus, our white priest. And I want, to, I want to teach you on this. And I want you to take notes. And I want you to help me preach because somebody needs to hear this word. This is a message for every single person going through something in your life right now. I want you to understand this, the reason why there's turmoil in, in the world today is because of the signs of times. There's no other reason. If you're not being attacked today, you have to understand that the devil has found something in you that he hates. And Satan cannot attack, not arrest, unless he has got the okay from God. And the reason why he got the okay from God, you can read this in the book of Job. You can read this in the Gospels where Jesus spoke to Peter, which I will refer to later on. But you will find out that even when he attacked Job, the Bible says that he was angry because he could not get to Job because God's hand was upon Job's life. And then God said to him, okay, you can attack, but you cannot take his life. Let me just be the first to say that you can be under an attack, but the devil has no right over your life. Life and death is not in his power. I'm speaking to somebody right now. That the stupidest thing that they could ever have done was to crucify Jesus. The Bible says this, if they knew who they crucified, they would have not crucified the Lord of hosts. Let me tell you something right now. Satan is confused and he's still confused because when Jesus Christ came to earth, that was the first mistake that the devil could ever allow. This is why they've killed, if you study the Bible, when in Moses' time, they killed all the babies. Why? Because they did not know whether the Messiah will come from this lineage. Then when Jesus was born, they killed all the boys underneath six months old because they did not know which was the Messiah. From the beginning of time, the devil was after seed, after especially boys, little boys. Satan hates little boys. Because from them will come a lineage of men and women of God. Come on, that will shake the gates of hell. Is somebody listening to me right now? And so when, when in the Old Testament you would see that there was a high priest that had to go into the tabernacle every single year with a sacrifice. I'm just building up to where I'm going to so that you can understand where I'm heading. The, the high priest had to had to take an offering unto the Lord and he had to sprinkle the blood of bulls and goats over the mercy seat and ask for forgiveness for the nation. And so if God, uh, if God accepted it, then the nation would have been allowed for another year to carry on. But let me just tell you how, how it was. It was only the high priest that could stand in the presence of God. Men, mortal men could not enter the holies of holies. Are you listening to me? They always needed a high priest that would be able to intercede for them because they could not intercede for themselves. Are you listening to me right now? But I want to tell you something that when Jesus Christ came to earth, I don't care how much the world wants to mock him and how many people turn their backs on him. He will never change. He is still the king of kings and he is still the Lord of lords. I'm, I want to speak to somebody right now. His word is unchangeable. It cannot change. It cannot lie. If the Bible says that he's the Lord my healer, then it means he's the Lord my healer. When Satan comes with symptoms, I don't move my faith. I know that he is able to perform what he has said he will do. If I go through financial turmoil, I hold fast to my faith because his word cannot lie. Is somebody in this building listening to me? You better tell the devil, I have a high priest in heaven that intercedes for me forever. Forever. Now in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, look at that quickly. In verse 14, 
I want to, I want to, I want to show you the thing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. Say hallelujah. Now the Bible teaches us that we have a great high priest in heaven that is alive forevermore. I want to tell you what happened when Jesus Christ took his time on earth. He ministered the gospel of the kingdom for three and a half years. And then they lied about him. They took him to prison. According to the scriptures, they spat in his face. They hit him with sticks and with fists. And they tried to kill him often. And then they get laid stripes upon his body. And they put piercing in his side and through his hands and through his feet. But they could not kill him. Now it's very quiet now. I said they could not kill him. The Jews did not kill him. The Romans could not kill him. When Jesus Christ took all of your sin and all of your sickness, I want you to listen to me. He took 39 stripes on his body. 39 speaks about the 39 root causes of all sickness and disease. I'm here telling you, I don't care what your doctor has told you that you have. Jesus took that on his body, on the cross forevermore. He's the great physician. Now, the reason why Jesus is the, called the great physician is because the Bible says that we don't just have a high priest that does not know what we've been through. Hear me out. In the, in the Old Testament, the high priest that went into the holies of holies only took into the holies of holies what he carried. He could not help me with my sin. He did not go through my feelings, my emotion, my sickness, nor my disease. But before Jesus Christ became the high priest, he became like one of us. Are you listening? According to my Bible, he says that Jesus was tempted in all ways as man is tempted. If you think about something, he's been through it, yet without sin. Are you listening to me? In other words, when he hung on the cross... It became cancer. Every person that will ever have cancer, he took upon him. He took HIV AIDS. He took blindness. He took every single disease. The high priest in the Old Testament could not do that. Because he's not the physician. But the physician, our high priest, knows exactly what it is to be sick. Now, I want you to listen to me. I'm preaching to somebody. My high priest became my sin. All my shortcomings, all of my doubt, all of my sin, all of my past, he took upon him. In other words, when they look at me and they say, you're a drunkard, Jesus stands right here and says, no, I became that. I took that away. I washed it away. It never happened. Can you say Amen. So the high priest was the one who had to go into the holies of holies. And he had to take the blood of the of bulls and goats. And he had to sprinkle it over the mercy seat and ask for forgiveness for what the world has done once a year. By the way, that high priest was a sinner himself. He was a sinner himself. He could not take away all the sin of the world. So what happened with the blood of bulls and goats, it was just covered. It just covered the sin. Now, I'm not speaking to the fornicators, the adulterers. You have to repent. I'm speaking to the blood washed 
born again child or children of God. I'm speaking to you right now. I'm not speaking to the murderers and the thieves. There is an answer for you. His name is Jesus. But I'm talking to those who has given their lives to Christ and you walk the walk. I'm telling you what's happening with you. Your past never happened. It never existed. You will not stand before God as a liar or a thief or a covetous person. You'll stand before Him pure and holy, tried and true because of the high priest. So our high priest, Jesus Christ, according to the scriptures, the Old Testament high priest had to go in once a year. Are you listening to me? Every year, yet he was a sinner. Then the Lord would just cover the sin. In other words, when he sees you, he sees blood of bulls and goats but it says the blood of bulls and goats could not wash away my sin it could never deal with the problem when jesus christ came and he hung on the cross when he became all the sin all the sickness uh, then he said father into your into your hands i commit my spirit in other words all the punishment of blood loss could not kill him he decided it is finished and when he said it is finished this is why i want to tell you right now satan can't tell you it is finished by the word of god it's not over until god says it's over Woo! there's a preacher when he uh, was born he was born with a heart uh, illness and the doctor says to him that you'll die of the heart disease. It's just a fact. But Jesus, <laughs> Jesus healed him. Okay? This is, a, this is a true story. He preached the gospel, shook the world for the Lord. Then he's old. One morning, he went to his kitchen to sit with his wife. He looked at her, smiled, and was gone. All his organs stopped except his heart. His heart beat it for three days after he was pronounced dead. No oxygen levels, liver doesn't work, lungs doesn't work, kidneys doesn't work, but only one organ that remained alive, the heart. I'm telling somebody right now, life and death is not in the hands of the devil. It's in the hands of the high priest that intercedes forever. Now, when he said it is finished, when he said it is finished, he gave up the ghost. He went into the underworld for three days, preached the gospel of the kingdom. I'm here telling somebody, I'm announcing this to somebody right now. This is why Paul could stood up and say, oh, death, where is thy sting? Because when he went into the underworld, he took back the keys of the kingdom that the devil has stolen. Let me tell somebody, you are afraid of a devil who doesn't even have the keys to his own house. Jesus Christ took back the keys to the kingdom and he gave it to the church. You have the keys. You have the keys. What you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Woo, do you believe that? If you believe it, you better jump on your feet and shout hallelujah. Woo. I told you this before. 
I, I explained this before, but I'm going to do this one more time. So when Adam fell, he lost dominion and authority. Man went, if you, were, if you died in God under the law, you went into Abraham's bosom in the underworld. Across from you was hell. So Jesus went down to the underworld. There's a compartment called Tartarus where the fallen angels of Genesis chapter 6 is bound, waiting on judgment day. Jesus went down and preached to the angels. You tried to stop my seed from coming, but here I am in the flesh. Hallelujah. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No man goes unto the Father but by me. He turned, come on, he walked over to the departed souls, and he preached the gospel to all those men under the law. And he said, Abraham, you are the father of the nations, but let me tell you, I am El Shaddai. I am El Elyon. I am Jehovah I'm Jehovah Rofika. I'm the King of Kings and I'm the Lord of Lords. Come, on, I feel like preaching in this house this morning. The devil is defeated. Shout, somebody, shout in this house. Hallelujah. 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 You see, sometimes you have to preach yourself out of some stuff. This morning, I tell you, the preaching of God's word will set you free by the power of the blood of the Lamb. We into the underworld unstoppable. He did not ask, may I enter in? He walked in and said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. I am the door. According to my Bible, when Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, the Holy Ghost moved into that grave and raised his physical body from the dead. The Bible says there was many in Jerusalem that was dead, but the graves opened up. And they came out from the dead, walked back to the city to greet their families. Greet them for what? Hello and goodbye. I'm on my way to glory. For me, there is laid up a mansion in the sky. I'm about to go to the streets of gold. Woo! Let me tell you, when Jesus said it is finished, let me tell you something that is in my heart this morning as we worshiped. I started crying. Tears just rolled from my face as I realized the reality of heaven. No, no, you don't hear me. Let, me. let me speak to this side. I'm never going to die, ever. I'm just exchanging. I'm just changing addresses. The Bible says all those who believe in me, even though they die, they will live. What do you mean, vessel? I'm never dying. You never dying. Because of the blood of Jesus. What did Jesus do? Jesus dealt with death. Death is defeated. Somebody look me in the eye and listen to me. Death has been dealt with. This is why Paul was confident when he says, Oh, death, where is thy sting? Because death has no sting over you. You don't die ever. Your body goes to corruption. But you will be alive with the King of glory forever and forever. I'm maybe not speaking to Everybody now, I'm speaking to at least five people that says I've got a yearning to go to my to my father in the heavens. There's a yearning in my heart. 
Let me preach to somebody in a while. There's this world got nothing. This world has nothing. I want nothing that this world can offer me. Let me tell you something, people of God. He says, run this race of faith. Because there is a crown of righteousness waiting. Can I preach to somebody? He didn't rose from the dead and say, oh, I'm in so much pain. He rose from the dead and say, I am the conqueror. I am the true and soon coming king. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now, he became the high priest. We went up into the throne of grace as the high priest. He did not walk in with a lamb. He walked in as the lamb. According to the Bible, he took his own blood, sprinkled it on the mercy seat. Once and for all, never to die again. Whether the world mock him, whether the world speak against him, they cannot deny the fact that he's alive again. Hallelujah! Woo! Shout, Jesus is alive. No, you can do better than that. Jesus is alive. I need 10 people that will shout, and he's coming back. Do you believe that? My high priest alive forever. Now, when the father looks at me, he doesn't see the blood of bulls and goats. He sees a divine exchange. Because according to my Bible, it says this. That we have a high priest that went through all temptation, all sorrow, in every single way as we have been through it. So in other words, if you have been tempted to give up, he paid the price so that you never have to give up. Because I want to just remind you what the Bible says. Let the devil hear me. He promises if you go through the deep waters, I will be with you. The river shall not overflow you. If you go through the fire, I will be with you. There's a portion that I read last night that made me weep. He says, I promise you I will never leave you. Nor will I ever forsake you. Even if you go through the valley of the shadow of death. I am your exceedingly great reward. I will be with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Do you believe that? How many of you believe that? He will never leave you. He promises. I'll never leave you. I'll I'll never forsake you. So now... I want to show you further on. Now the Bible says, so he's my high priest. He is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Say with me, right hand. Say that again. Let me show you a scripture. Yes, Holy Ghost. Matthew 25, verse 32. Say, Say again, right hand. Did I give it to them in the back? Matthew 25, 32. Let me just quickly get my... I want to read this to you. This is powerful. Say again, right hand. Okay, this is Matthew 25. Please get your Bibles and just follow me. From verse 32, it says, but 
Uh, let me see where I am now. I'm at Matthew 26, uh, 25. Matthew 25, verse 42. All nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them, the people from one another, as the shepherd separates his sheep from the goats. Now, this is what's going to happen at Judgment Day. And he will cause the sheep to stand at his right hand, but the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you blessed of the Father, you favored of God and appointed to eternal salvation. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you brought me together with yourselves and welcomed and detained and lodged me. I was naked, you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, say with me, the righteous... So the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and gave you drink? When did you see a stranger and take you in or naked and clothed you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, assured I say to you, in as much as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Or I want to pause there. So here the Bible speaks clearly, clearly about what the Lord says. He says that there will be people on his right and there will be people on the left. Those on the right is the sheep. By the way, the Bible says my sheep, they know my voice. Those on the, on, on the left, this is why the Bible says at his right hand there's places forevermore. This is why Jesus is at the right hand. Now, we have to understand this. Now, today, he's at the right hand of the Father. Say, right hand of the Father. Why is that important? Because now when I go to God, I don't go to the left hand. I go to the right hand. And he represents me at the right hand of the Father. In other words, I have a high priest that does not just represent me. He put his blood on the mercy seat. I am forgiven. I am accepted. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I'm on my way to heaven. Somebody shout hallelujah. But now he says this. I have a high priest that intercedes for me forever. They said, what do you mean? I never pray alone. If you don't have the words to pray, the, the Lord himself says this. He prays for you. You don't hear me. So in other words, everybody to the right hand, the saved, the sanctified, the justified, you don't go to the left hand of God. Um, come on, somebody, you go to the right hand of God, at the right hand. This is why the Bible says, in His presence is fullness of joy. At His right hand is places forevermore. Because the one at the right hand is the one who defends me, He fights for me, and He prays for me. Did you know that if you go through anything, doesn't matter what it is, you have a high priest in heaven that intercedes, prays for you. Now, you, I thought you're going to be more excited about this. So you're not in a fight by yourself. You've got a high priest standing in heaven right now at the right hand of the Father and say, Lord, if Esau prays, if I haven't prays, they are justified, sanctified, set apart, holy, bless them. This is why you have to be part of the family. Doesn't matter. This is why people say all go to heaven. According to this scripture, there's many goats to the left. 
and the goats to the left will go into eternal punishment. Are you, are you listening to me? This is why you have to be at the right hand of the Father. But the Bible calls him my advocate. What does an advocate do? An advocate, he's a specialist in the law. Now, I don't have to go to God and be judged by the law. I've got a specialist in heaven. Ooh, that pleads my case. Are you still here? Are you still listening to me right now? I've got an advocate in heaven that pleads my case before the Father. When you're in court, you shut up. You don't say anything. Your advocate does the talking. Are you listening to me? Now, I'm telling you, you don't have an earthly advocate. You've got a heavenly advocate at the right hand of the Father. It means that judgment has been delivered. You are free. You are free. You are free. Woo! Come on, I need somebody to jump in this house and say, I am free. Shout glory. But the Bible says, he's my mediator. Ah, middleman between me and the Father. I'm building to my sermon. This is, not the, this is not the main part of the sermon. I'm just building. So you understand who are we dealing with. We are not dealing with a God that's asleep, a God that's on holiday, a God who's too far off. I'm dealing with a personal God who's in relationship, that loves me so much that he became like one of us. That he took, he, he took flesh upon him so that he can be tempted and tried in every single way that we are tempted and tried. And he came to show us that it can be done without sin. Oh, I'm speaking to somebody right now. And, 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 and I serve a God who, who cannot die. Death tried him once. Uh, I Death tried him once. The hell could not keep him. Sickness could not won over him. He paid the full price. Now he's highly exalted. This is why every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Everything is under the name of Jesus. Tell that mountain, you are subject to the name of Jesus. If this doesn't get you excited, I'm going to have an altar call to get people saved. Because I'm saved and I'll tell you one thing. I've never been this excited that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life that I'm saved. Let me tell you, the closer you get to the Lord, I promise you this. There will be a shift in your mindset in regards to this world. You will have a longing. To be with God, it doesn't make sense to your natural senses that you have to be on this earth no more. It doesn't make sense because there's a longing. Paul says there's a longing in me. This happens the more you see him, the more you understand him, the more you love him, the more intimate you become. It's like, Lord, can you just take me already? Can I just come home already? Because do you know what? If I go to bed tonight and I don't wake up tomorrow morning... I'm saved, secure. My name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I know him personally. I don't know him because daddy and mommy taught me about him. I know him because I saw him face to face. I've given my life to him. I'll give up everything for him over and over and over. I found a love that I cannot explain, people. Let me tell you, there's a peace that passes all understanding. Now that I'm saved... My children and my wife will not weep because I'm gone or because there's no hope for me. 
they will weep because they long, they, they will weep because they cannot replace me, but they will not weep because I'm lost. I'm telling you, I'm just on the other side of the river. I'm just, I'm just close to the throne of, of God's glory. I'm just the one that doesn't want to let him go around the throne. I'm the one there crying out, holy, holy, holy. But I've got a high priest in heaven. You see, the Bible says not everybody that says, Lord, Lord. But those that's done the will of my father. Are you listening to me? Death is very easy. Because we have a hope. Death is not so easy for those with no hope. And that day is coming. Have you realized, I've said this here before, but have you realized that funerals help people lie? Oh, this was a wonderful man. Wonderful. He was a wife beater, a drunkard, but he's a one best of the best. So they lie. Come on. Rest in peace. And then you know in your hearts of hearts that where that guy is, there's no peace. He, he, he cries for peace right now, but there's, there's no peace. Because to know peace, you have to know the prince of peace. Oh, come on now, somebody. You see, but we have a hope. Let me tell you something that I believe that God sees. Because the Bible, according to the scripture, the Holy Ghost, the Father, the Son, searches the hearts. Okay? If you can say no to the things of this world, God honors you. No to sin, God honors you. I will not do that. I will not sin against God. God honors that. But what people do today is they take the blood of Jesus and trample it. I knew a guy that... Uh, came to my house, he would pray with me. In the presence of God Almighty, he will weep like a baby. He will walk out of there like a giant. And then the next week he comes back and says, I've just failed, I've fornicated. Never in my whole life again. Lord Jesus, help me, forgive me, wash me. Oh. Cry again in the presence of God. Who leaves it. Next week I'm back, oh, I fall again, I failed again. I said, let me tell you something, you're not serious about leaving the sin business. You're more serious about girlfriends than you are about the word of God. I'm telling people this right now that there's grace for the blood in the blood of Christ, but it's also judgment. If we trample upon that blood, and, and you know, the Bible says that those who break the law of Moses must be stoned. They must suffer death. He says, How much worse punishment do you believe that those who trample the blood of Christ, insulting the spirit of grace underfoot? So, why am I telling you all this? Because this is where I want to get to. So, we understand he's our high priest, right? In heaven, right now. Conquered death. Conquered hell. Oh, come on, somebody. Conquered sin. Conquered sickness. Death could not hold him. Hell could not keep him. Hallelujah. Satan could not stop him. He's unstoppable. He's unbeatable. Come on, there's no equal to him. He's wonderful. He's mighty. He's glorious. Come on, he is our rock. He's our fortress. He's our savior. He's our friend. Woo! At the right hand of the Father. Intercedes for us. When you are weak, He is strong. He prays for you when you have no words. He knows your heart. Why? Because you're intertwined with Him. You are one with Him. He prays. He intercedes. He's your advocate in heaven. He, he has fought your case. He's your mediator. What does this mean? He's the middleman between me and the Father. He brought friendship between us. But He represents all those at the right hand. Now I'm going to show you something. Now this, I'm sure that I've given them. In the book of Luke 22, verse 31 and 32, it says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, 
Indeed, Satan has asked for you. Wow. What did I just read? Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as we don't, don't change. Don't, don't change. Just keep it there. Let me read that again. The Lord said, this is to Peter, right? This is the Lord Jesus Christ. He said to Simon, this is, by the way, for those who do not know this, this is the night where they took Jesus away, where Simon says, I will never deny you. It's this here. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you. You mean Satan asks for people? He asks that only God can give them or give him the right. Hear me? That he might sift you as wheat. Read on. But, say but. I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Now let me, let me show you something. He says that Satan has asked for you. That he might do what? Sift you as wheat. You know what they've done in biblical times? If there's wheat or grains, they would, they would throw it in a, on the ground or in a, in a pit or on the threshing floor. And they would trample on it. Then they will pick it up and throw it in the air and the wind will take away all the chaff, all the, all the nonsense. And the seed will remain. That's what, how they sifted it. Now Jesus says, Simon, Satan, and in other words, let me tell you my context. Satan has saw something in you that he cannot stand. I'll tell you the reason why Simon fell, even after Jesus told him this, because of pride. He said, I will never deny you. Pride. I can also tell you from this context that Jesus already knew that Satan will have a hold over Simon because Jesus said to him, and when you return to me. In other words, there will be a time that you will be, that they will be gone from me, but the time will come. Okay, now let, let, let me help you here. But Jesus says, I have prayed for you. I have interceded for you. I was uh, at the right hand of the mercy seat, and I've prayed for you that... Whatever the devil brings your way, it's not unto death. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, uh, when, 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 when that, now let me, can, can, I, can I preach to somebody? This is the same Jesus that says, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Oh, no, no, you, I thought you were getting excited about this. Jesus says, I saw him fall like lightning. In other words, the same accuser that accuses and attacks you, I'll tell you right now, he's so stupid that when he's done with you, all the chaff will be gone. And only that which God has called for you will remain. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Funny enough, if I look at this whole scripture, it says, Simon, Simon, again, not Peter. How did Jesus go back to Peter's old nature? Because he was a liar. I will never leave you. No, that the, the old nature is a lying nature. You, not long from now, he'll say, I never knew him. But his speech will betray him. Say amen. amen. Now, can I show you something? Now, Jesus said to him, when you return to me. Not if. <laughs> Not if one day you return to me. He says, when you return to me. In other words, you're going to go through something right now. 
It's going to look to you that all of hell is breaking loose over you. And you will wonder, why did it happen to me? But I'm the same one that has promised you I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. If you go through the fire, I'll meet you in the middle of the furnace. I will not turn my back on you. I'll remain good to you. I'm about to do wonders and signs through your life that the world has never seen. I am the Alpha. I am the Omega. I am the beginning and I am the end. I know what you're going through right now. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail within you. Are you listening to me? It means that doesn't matter what the devil does. He must get permission. And Jesus gives the final answer. You are coming back to me. That's, that's it. It's not unto death. It's just, a, it's just something that you're going to conquer. But you're not fighting this alone. Listen to me. That divorce, you're not fighting it alone. That heartache in your family, you're not fighting it alone. That sickness and disease, you're not fighting this alone. This is not unto death. Now, it had me a bit when I saw this. This is what Jesus says. He says, Satan asks for you. He doesn't ask for anybody. You have a bigger testimony when Satan has asked for you. If Satan does not attack you, you have to ask yourself the question, what am I doing wrong? Not what am I doing right. Satan doesn't attack anybody that's empty. I'm speaking to somebody right now. When there's an attack upon your life, it's because he found something in you that he says, I have to try to destroy it. Because once this person understands who represents them. <laughs> but I've prayed for you. I've interceded for you. I will not let you go. People can turn their backs on you. They can curse you. They can say whatever they want. But I'm here for the long run. I'm not leaving you now. I'm not leaving you ever. Are you listening to me? I'm preaching in this place. Woo, I love this. But I have prayed for you. That your faith, your personal faith should not fail. And this is what I like what Jesus says. And when you return, not if, when you return. Strengthen your brethren. What do you mean? Tell your brethren, look what the Lord has done. They said it is impossible. It cannot happen. But I've got news for you. It just happened. God just done it. I've got a testimony. The devil thought he's destroying my life. But he didn't realize I have a high priest interceding, praying for me. Now I'm returned. Be strengthened, my brethren. It's not unto death, but unto the glory of God. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm going to have a testimony very soon. Whew. Let me tell you, I've read the Bible, we win. <laughs> There's nothing new that the devil can come up with. He's a defeated foe. Remember what the Bible says at the end of time, we're going to look at him and say, is this the thing? Defeated. I said Defeated. Say, say with me, he's, the, he's a defeated foe. Shout, he's a defeated foe. Under my feet. He's a liar. There's no truth found in the devil. If Satan tells you you're going to die young, what he tries to tell you is you're going to have a long life. But he can't say it because there's no truth found in him. He's a liar. Amen. 
Say hallelujah. So he did the same thing with Job. Did the same thing with Peter. Satan asked for you. He found something in you. And he doesn't like it. Who cares? Who cares what the devil likes and what the devil doesn't like? Amen. I, I want to I speak to the born again people of God. And I, I know it's not as easy for everybody to understand this. But it's, this is a fact. If you're born again, it doesn't matter what comes your way. You have no troubles. Let me tell you what is a trouble if your name is removed from the Lamb's book of life. You can face anything in this world when you know that my name is written in glory. Because what is worse than hell? Come on, I need an answer. What is worse than hell? Maybe you don't believe in hell. Don't worry, you'll soon find out. <laughs> and, and it's not a cuss word, okay? It's a destination. People say, well, hell is in my head. Yeah, that's a nice hell. And hell is not that flat, I promise you. Oh, yeah. Hell is in my head. No, hell is not that flat. According to the scriptures, very deep. I don't believe in God because I can't see him. I don't believe you've got a brain because I can't see that either. <laughs> Proof there's a God. Look in the mirror. Who made you? Who created you wonderfully and fearfully? Before you were in your mother's womb, he knew you by your name. He's the one who counts the hair on your head. Who's got thoughts regarding your life as much as the sand of the sea and the stars in the sky. Where's all the big bang made it? Now let me explain to you what the big bang is. God said, let there be light and bang there was light. Bang there was light. Bang there was light. We serve an unfailing God. Amen. And it doesn't matter what the goat says. Let me tell you what my Bible says. He's coming back and every eye shall see him. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. And we are closer to that than ever before. Than ever before. Ooh, hallelujah. Listen, the, the rapture might happen right now. The way I feel, Miriam, I can just be raptured. Just rapture me. Just get me out of this place. You can take my shoes if I'm gone, but I'm out of here. Gone. I'm telling you, don't take this lightly. The king of glory is in this building. You can't preach on him and him not showing up. He's here right now. If you can reach out, touch the hem of his garment, he'll heal you. He'll touch you. He'll set your finances on fire. I mean, he'll give you more than you've ever imagined, ever think. Just grab a hold of him and say, Lord, I'm not letting you go. You know, you see what happened just now. I taught you revelation on what the high priest is doing right now in heaven forever. Alive forever, never to die again. In his physical body to represent mankind. My high priest paid the price, forgave all my iniquity, washed it away. It never happened. So when you're born again, God's not going to judge you on what you've done previously. But there's a scripture that says it's better that you did not know. Now that you know, you'll stand under a stricter judgment. 
So in other words, when you were, before your born again period, you were a sinner, a Gentile. You came to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, you became born again. It means that the old nature, hear me, nature is dead. It means you don't have the ones, the needs, the, the stuff that you wanted in the old life. It's not with you in the new life. So now the new life is a new creature in God. Now it's a new page. That history never happened. Come on, false news, fake news. So now the new man in Christ Jesus is represented at the right hand of the mercy seat of God. Do you know what the Bible says? I'm seated with him there in heavenly places. I'm hidden in Christ. This is why the Bible says this, that when I'm overwhelmed, lead me to the rock, which is higher than I. When I'm overwhelmed, this is one of my favorite passages in the scriptures. When I'm overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. We've got the rock of ages. I, t I will tell you this, that life will hit you some curveballs in life, but when you understand who you are and what Jesus has done for you, you know that you have no problem. You only have an opportunity to believe and trust a God that cannot lie, that cannot fail. I'll tell you this, you'll meet people all over the world that will lie to you. They will misuse you. They will break your trust. But I'll tell you one thing, if you know Jesus Christ, He cannot lie. He will never leave you. Listen to me right now. He's closer than any brother. Everything changes. Politics changes, the economy changes, but Jesus Christ remains the same forever. This is how you know that you've got faith. Is in the midst of turmoil that you still stand your ground and say he's still a provider. He's still a healer. I don't care what happens around me. I don't care what the world says. I know what God's word says. And his word says final. Final. Say with me final. Come on again, final. Come on, say it better. Final. I've got a high priest in heaven. Right now, that intercedes for me. While I'm preaching here, he's praying for me. I thought to myself the one day, I said, Lord, they reckon around the world there's about one billion people that confess they are Christians. Okay, I say Christians. Not, it doesn't mean they are saved. Okay. But I said, imagine one billion people pray together. What do you hear in heaven? Do you know what the Lord said to me? I only hear you. I said, only hear me. What do you mean? It means that God's so personal that when I pray, He just listens to me. He just listens to you. He just listens to you. That's how personal this God is. That's how big He is. You want to tell me that He can't solve your problem? <laughs> he's too big to fail. I said, He's too big to fail. I said, He's too big to fail. I know somebody needed to hear this. Simon, Satan asked for you to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. I have prayed for you. That your faith should not fail. But then you, when you return to me, that you'll be able to tell your brothers, look what the Lord has done. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost in this place right now. Satan has asked to sift you. Because he has seen something in you that he doesn't like. But I will be your rear guard. 
I'll go before you. Goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. I'll give my angels charge concerning your life. They will encamp and surround those who fear God. My blessing will be with you when you enter the city, when you enter the field. I'll bless you. Come on. I will be the one who removes all your disease, take away every form of pain and sickness because I have I've heard your prayers. I've seen your tears. I'll heal your body. I'll con- Come on. I'll change your family upside down because I'm praying for you. I'm interceding this very minute. When you think that it's over, I'm here declaring it's not over until God says it's over. You've got a high priest praying for you right now. When the Lord gave me that, it changed everything for me. Because I thought many nights I'm praying and I'm praying. But what I don't realize, yeah, Holy Ghost, did you know that the Bible says this? That our high priest, Jesus Christ, when he prays, he prays with severe crying. He cries. In agony he prays. And I thought I'm the only one that prays with agony and cries. But I have a high priest that knows everything I'm going through. That changes everything for me. So when Dave knocks on my door, I'm not alone. If I have to breathe out my last breath here, I'm not alone. I'm breathing my last breath here. I'm breathing it in there. I'm not alone. He's there with me. Let me tell you how personal it is. It's written that says that he's the one that puts you to bed. And while you're there, the scripture says while you sleep, as you wake up, he's still there. It means that he's like a father that's so happy. Puts his child to bed and he watches that baby. He watches the smile, watches the eyes, the hair. Oh, okay, go look. That's my father. And then he messes with your hair because he counts it. Amen. And the next morning when you wake up, he's still there. Where can I go? Where can I hide where you don't go? If I'm in the deep of the ocean, you are there. If I make my bed on the earth, you are there. I can't go anywhere without the high priest. (laughs) Can we grab a hold of this word this morning? How many of you said, I felt like Peter? Lift your hand. I'm like Simon. Satan asked to sift me. I can lift my hands. I can lift both of my feet. Satan asked to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you now let me show you something can I lift your hands to heaven close your eyes my best friend is in this building spirit of God I give you all the praise I thank you that you are here I thank you for this word that is transforming hearts right now Lord as I preach I saw tears flowing and I I know that your word says that you count our tears. You pick it up in a bottle. And I thank you right now that you are so personal, so true, so real, so kind, that you meet every heart's desire in this place. Now, I know when I pray that you hear me. But for the sake of the hearers, I ask you right now that you would come into this building And turn hearts upside down. Come do a new thing, a new work in our hearts. I pray right now, Lord, this whole auditorium, every 
person that says, Lord, change me, that you would come and change us. And Lord, you can come and stand still at each person. And you're actually saying, Simon, Simon, Satan asked to sift you as wheat, but I prayed for you. And when you return to me, that you'll be able to tell your brothers, look what the Lord has done. I give you praise. Come on, this is Jesus. You pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest, sweetest name of all. Now, Lord, we worship you. We worship you. Thank you for your presence that's in this place. We glorify your holy name. We glorify your holy name in all the earth. Wonderful Jesus. And holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. Come, can I ask the band to come and help me? Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. The elders and just by very deep worship you now holy 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 are you Lord and holy holy
as quickly as I feel the, the atmosphere shift. If you need prayer, quickly run to the front. Quickly, quickly. In this atmosphere, I feel the healing, the power, the glory, the splendor of our God. Fill this place, Lord, with the aroma, the fragrance of your presence. And we're going to continue holy, holy, holy. Come, you need prayer. Quickly, 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 come. Run to the front. Lift your hands and receive. Chills by the redeemed worship you now. One line. Can you get him in the line, please? Holy, holy. Come on, let's bolt. You bolt for one minute, then I'm going to pray. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy. Lift your hands to heaven and receive. Receive from the King of Glory this morning.
for the river that's flowing here. You are holy. You are holy. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand, places forevermore. Today, Lord, as I lay hands on people, it will be your hands. It is written in your word. The prayer of faith shall heal the sick. It is written in that day, the anointing shall destroy the yoke. And we have come because your word cannot lie. It's written in your name, we shall lay our hands on the sick. We shall cast out devils. We shall raise the dead. We shall cleanse the lepers. In your name. In your name. Devil, there is a name. Above every other name. Everything is subject to the name of Jesus. Every hand lifted. I want to read this for you, Rihanna, as the Lord instructs me to do. And Jesus says, Behold, I make a covenant before all your family. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all of the earth, nor in any nation. And all the family among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord. For this is the promise. It is an awesome thing that I will do with you, says the Lord. Now, Lord, you cannot lie. You cannot lie. In the name of Jesus, whom I serve, I curse that sickness in that body. I curse you, devil. It's written, Lord, what I bind shall be bound. I bind cancer. I bind it in the name of Jesus. And I loosen the healing power of the blood of Jesus. And every foul cyst in the name of Jesus Christ, I curse you back to hell. The blood of Jesus is against you. A marvel, Lord, a marvel in this body. In the name of Jesus, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat, but I prayed for you so that your faith should not fail. This shall be not unto death, but unto the glory of God. You promised this morning that you make a covenant. The doctors shall stand in amazement. Lord, I feel your fire in my hand. I give you praise. I give you praise for the fire of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, all over this body. This will be for your glory. Can everybody lift your hands to heaven? I can't explain to you what I feel. Such power just went out of me. Come on, let's just quickly pray. Quickly, follow me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Fire of the Spirit of the living God this morning. Fire of the Holy Ghost this morning. In Jesus' name. Not by might, not by power. Touch this woman, Lord. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. No more, no more. I rebuke it. Be healed. 
Be healed. Be healed. Lord, those who are sick that's watching on live all over the world, I stretch out my hands towards the screen. And let this healing power flow, Lord, right now. Let healing flow in the name of Jesus. Every sickness and disease, I curse it back to hell. We take full authority over disease and sickness. It is written by your stripes. We are healed. We are healed. And I speak you healthy in the name of Jesus right now. I thank you, Lord. Thank you for this anointing. That's a, from ahead to the soles of her feet. The King of glory is in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Not by might, not by power, but by your spirit. Touch him, Lord. Come on, everybody, lift your hands. The redeemed worship you now. Holy, 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 holy. Thank you, Jesus. Let your anointing flow through this family. Touch them. Let them never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Come and lift your hands to heaven. See me now. Yes. Wow. How long was she blind for? For how long was she blind? Six months. <laughs> Can we give Jesus a shot? A price in this place. <laughs> 